Welcome to this special edition of Radio Curious with Congressman Sam Farr. I'm host and producer Barry Vogel. We spoke with Congressman Farr while he and approximately 150 Democratic members of Congress were participating in an unprecedented sit-in on the floor of the House of Representatives. The issue is gun control. These members of Congress are demanding that the Republican leadership of the House allow a vote on gun control. I visited by phone with Congressman Farr around midnight on June 23, 2016, while he was on the floor of the House of Representatives. The Republican leadership of the House had turned off all the microphones as well as the live television coverage from C-SPAN. The background noise you hear is the activity and speeches going on while we visited. I asked Congressman Farr to describe the scene, the issue, and what may occur as a result of this novel political action. Well, uh, for the first time in American history, the Democrats have done a sit-in on the floor of the House of Representatives we're doing a sit-in because the Republicans control everything in Congress because they're the majority party. And by that, they also control the room and the schedule for debate and the bills that we debate on. And what we're very upset about is that we never get a chance to vote on any uh, gun uh, legislation because they won't bring any of the bills to the floor. And we've asked that at least some simple, simplest thing like banning the sale of guns to people who are on the terrorist watch list. They, the Republicans and the NRA, defend it as a person's right to have a gun, and they're innocent until proven guilty, so you can't take away their right to buy a gun. It's just foolish. And so we uh, couldn't get um, any, anybody listened to us. So John Lewis, this morning, after the opening session of the pro forma, just started a sit-in. Did um, Congressman Lewis explain to others, uh, you, for example, did you know in advance? We had a caucus uh, this morning, the Democrats did, as we normally do, and um, it was uh, well attended because Hillary Clinton came in and, and just, you know, thanked us for our support for her, indicated what she was doing in the campaign, and uh, it was announced before everybody that John Lewis was going to do this civil action and invited all of us to join him for part of the whole day. And we've been here since early morning. Of approximately the 178 Democratic members of the House of Representatives, how many are on the floor with you now? Uh, most all of them. Uh, you can hear right now what but because the house has been shut down, uh, the microphones don't work, the uh, cameras don't work. So we've just taken over, and the rules sort of apply that you're not allowed to have cameras on the floor. You're not allowed to have any um, demonstrations by people in the gallery or on the floor. And what you're hearing right now is that we've created this symbiotic relationship because people have been streaming in here all day long to sit in the uh, gallery, and the press has turned out in record numbers. And we're uh, live streaming this uh, through Periscope. Um, by members of Congress who brought their cell phones and cameras in to um, record it. And C-SPAN has picked up the, 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 the feed. So the country is really tuned in right now, and we've brought in food so we can eat here. And how long is it anticipated that you will stay there? 
Well, I don't know. There's a big guess because the Republicans, I mean, what they can, I think the only, the only way they can stop this is to, my opinion, I haven't really shared it, found out from others, but I think is just to come in and adjourn the House. And, you know, we're supposed to leave on Friday uh, and come back the day after 4th of July. And I wouldn't be surprised if they come in and announce that session's over and whatever bills we were going to uh, vote on and debate on uh, tomorrow and the following day would be uh, postponed until they enjoy. But I know they are working on the Rules Committee's in session right now, and they're trying to deal with pieces of legislation. So they may bring a bill to the floor. Hopefully they will deal with this gun restriction bill. There are certain Democratic members on the Rules Committee. What role do you think they will have in the current meeting? Well, they have they no more than they have in every other meeting. As they can voice a, a very uh, vociferous opposition to the proposals that Republicans are made, but when the vote's taken, they lose. So, Is that meeting open uh, to the public that's occurring as we speak? The Rules Committees are always open. Well, what's unusual about this is that this is never done before and probably wouldn't have had any notice had it not been for the fact that social media is being able to be used to capture uh, what we're doing on the floor. And I've been here, as you know, 22 years. I've never seen anything like it. Nobody else has either. This is a historical moment in the chambers of the House of Representatives and may uh, in the future be uh, precedent-setting and I'm sure they're going to try to adopt some kind of rules and uh, regulations uh, following this demonstration to not allow it to happen again. But uh, it'll be interesting because I don't know whether the press and I don't know whether the people are going to allow that. I think they enjoy seeing their elected leaders stand up and, and have the guts to speak out. So let's assume um, what you mentioned, that Speaker Ryan may adjourn uh, the Congress. What do you anticipate might be done when Congress reconvenes on the 5th of July? Well, you know, Mary, which I'm fond of saying is that our contracts uh, are up for renewal every two years. And that year for renewal is this year. And that day of contract renewal is November and what I just spoke on the floor is uh, to the American people was, uh, you know, take a look at the NRA voting record and take a look at the Republican leadership and what they're trying to do. And if uh, you don't like what you see, then, you know, uh, take action. If you like what you see, then support the people that are here on the floor doing these things. And I, I think that the what will happen in the future will depend on what the reaction of the American people is. We certainly see poll results that everything we're doing is they're favorable, sort of including Republicans, including gun owners. You know, what just pisses me off is the fact that uh, this whole thing of not allowing us to do any legislation back here is all controlled by the gun manufacturers. It's just corporate greed, essentially using the Second Amendment and, and messaging that as a right to have arms and nobody can be fringed upon anything and you can't have any regulation on any kind of weapon, including assault weapons or, or, or background checks or anything. And they've been using that successfully for over a decade and it's all about selling guns and more guns and more guns. And I think the American public is just sick and tired of that. And obviously, we can um, pass laws, as California has done, uh, and many other states. But Congress just hasn't had the guts to stand up to the NRA. And I think tonight is a demonstration that maybe we do. We do have those guts. But we're going to have to be supported by the American public and in the electoral process.
Do you think that there are any Republican members of the House or the Senate who might be there with you between now and when it's over? Well, there are members sitting on the floor right now. They're looking around Republican members, and they haven't said a word. They're just sitting here looking at us. Uh, we've invited them to speak, come down to a, this sort of ad hoc microphone. We're, we're speaking from the floor, from the well, uh, from the uh, stand in the the. the, the the podium there that has a microphone on, but the microphone doesn't work. And um, uh, members of Congress are live are using their cell phones to live stream, uh, you know, about 15 feet away from in front of the podium. You mentioned a little while ago that uh, perhaps the Republicans in the House that control the Rules Committee might, after this event tonight, pass new rules that would prohibit it. If that were to occur and the gun control issue were not brought to a vote on the floor of the House, what do you think that the um, members like yourself would do, contrary to future rules? Well, if you if they, anything they do is going to have to be done in a public forum, and in that case that would be viewed on, on C-SPAN, and on, we would have the debates which we're having now, and, you, and everybody could get up and speak. They'll do whatever they feel is in their best political interest. I think the leadership ought to be very nervous because the American public is demanding we do something. And here the Democrats are showing that we're willing to do something, we can do something. We just need them to bring the bill that we can vote on to the floor. So I think a lot of it is going to be reaction. And with the social media and the the newspapers, obviously, I mean, C-SPAN is sharing this, but I think probably getting more viewed tonight than the network television. I'm proud of you, Sam. I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm glad you're there. Keep it up. We started a long time ago, and I got up on the floor and talked about how uh, I got me started in, started in public service in the Peace Corps, and tonight I, was, I left the floor for several hours to be honored by the Colombian Embassy for all the uh, things I've done with Colombia since being a Peace Corps volunteer, and I just said, you know, I said it on the floor a minute ago that Colombia has entered into a remarkable, probably the most important and substantive peace accord ever in modern history, and they announced it today with a peace accord with the FARC, and uh, it's all you know reconciliation and everything is built into it. And they said, "What a day for Colombia to sort of show America that uh, you can resolve, you can do conflict resolution and violence resolution that there is." fight at the end of the tunnel. It's too bad that the American Congress and the American people can't stand up and have the guts to do the same. About 150 of you are. Well, we're doing it, and it's wonderful to hear all these, my colleagues, because we see each other every day. It's like kids on the school ground. You know, it's a big school, and there's lots of people here. You really don't get to know their uh, personal backgrounds, but as they come to the floor here, it's just they're, they're talking. There's no limits in time. There's no rules here. It's just courtesy where one member speaks, and when they're finished, another one walks up. And uh, But in that, you have people who in their former lives were medical doctors and nurses, teachers, moms, dads, uh, just talking about, you know, family experience, family friends, people they've known that have gotten killed by guns. Um, there's been tears on the floor. There's been a collection of by the, some of the Japanese-American Congress members, like Mike Honda from California, of his family's experience of being an intern and uh, 
in the in the World War Two, and you have John Lewis Arlene bringing in the civil rights issues. I mean, it is it's been very emotional, incredibly rich in human capacity here and in political will. And I think you know it's what I like about it is I think for the American public it's really excited about uh, seeing their elected representatives stand up and be accountable for the political process. How late uh, do you expect to be there tonight, uh, being that it's about 10 minutes after midnight, uh, your time in Washington, D.C.? Nobody's going home, and we got food in the back room. You know where to make yourself uh, comfortable in the House floor. <laughs> well, we also have cloakroom with couches in them, so, you know, maybe there's Maybe we'll have to rotate sleeping on the one couch in the book room. <laughs> well, Congressman Sam Farr, last question is, uh, have you read any interesting books lately? Uh, which book have I been reading at least lately? You always ask me this question. It caught me off guard tonight. Um, yeah, I've been reading books. I went to Mount Vernon uh, with my grandchildren the other day, and I just really got very interested in George Washington, particularly... Uh, not only what he did with his Mount Vernon building, I mean, what a remarkable human being because, you know, he was a commanding general all this time that he went through the Constitutional Convention and and uh, the Revolutionary War and everything, and the day he became President of the United States, he took off his uniform and never put it on again, except for ceremonial occasions, and he was the one that, uh, you know, limited the term of office voluntarily. Um but to think that uh, here informing this new nation, so many people coming out of the military just keep their uniform on as their president of their country. And so I just, I, I really kind of found that very interesting. I also was very interested to see what he would have thought about the Second Amendment and what we're doing here tonight. Because, as you know, the amendment was written at a time when we had no organized military. It's only a one sentence amendment, and it begins with in, in order to form a, a well regulated militia, you know. Uh, I think that people who own guns ought to be part of a well-regulated mission go out and march on weekends. And this Second Amendment has is, is just been exaggerated as to what its protections are, because certainly we can regulate guns, and we should. And I hope that after all this, we will. And one last question. Uh, do you own a gun? No. Don't allow them in my house or my property. Sam Farr, a congressman from Monterey in Santa Cruz County in California, thanks so much for joining us on this special edition of Radio Curious. Thank you very much for your interest. You've been listening to a special edition of Radio Curious with Congressman Sam Farr of California speaking from the floor of the House of Representatives at midnight on June 23, 2016 while participating, along with more than 150 members of Congress, to demand that the Republican leadership in the House allow a vote on gun control. This is Radio Curious, and we welcome your comments. Our email is curious at radiocurious.org. Our phone is 707 462 6541, and the address is Radio Curious, 280 North Oak Street, Ukiah, U-K-I-A-H, California, 95482. I'm host and producer Barry Vogel. Thank you for listening. 
There are over 750 archives on our website, radiocurious.org. And I'm honored to tell you that Radio Curious is now part of the collection at the Library of Congress. We appreciate your cards, ideas, and letters, and do enjoy hearing from you. The email is curious at radiocurious.org. The postal address is 700 West Smith Street, Ukiah, California, 95482. The phone is 707-621-5075. Ignacio Ayala is the assistant producer. I'm host and producer, Barry Vogel. Thank you for listening.